Welcome to today's episode of the Blogging Brand Podcast. In today's episode, we will be speaking with six individuals who have been part of the Jane's Walking Tours in Brantford and Brant County. Each individual will share their own story about why they got involved with Jane's Walking Tours, how long they've been involved, why they have hosted the Jane's Walking Tours, and what their hopes are for other people experiencing their Jane's Walks. Stay tuned to hear all about the importance of Jane's Walking Tours and how you can get involved. Could you tell me a bit about who Jane Jacobs was and where the walk started? Absolutely. Jane Jacobs was a really interesting woman who um, spent a large part of her life in New York City, but also in Toronto in the Annex area. And she's what people refer to as an urbanist. So she was an author. Um, she wrote some really interesting, influential books um, like The Life and Death of Great American Cities, which is a, quite a staple for urban planners as they're studying around city building. And she was a real proponent of making sure that cities are walkable, that they are, they're safe, but safe because neighbors are together um, out on the street and that they're connecting in their in their neighborhoods in their environment and so she she was also a bit of an advocate and, and a social action person she helped um stop helped spearhead the the campaign to stop the spadina expressway um cutting sort of cutting the city up in in toronto so yeah a really interesting force to be reckoned with yeah that's beautiful. And could you tell me about how it came to Brantford, Brant County? Sure. Well, um, my colleague Sarah Collier and I were new to Community Living Brant at the time in 2017. And we landed here. We um, both had some experience with Jane's Walk. So Jane's, um, after Jane passed away in 2006. And so the folks who who knew Jane well, um, wanted to sort of celebrate what she meant to the city and, and to the, you know, the city building movement. And they decided in 2007, around the time of her birthday, the first weekend in May, that they would walk like Jane would have them to walk um, together, exploring, being curious about their environment. And uh, so Jane's walks were born. So Sarah and I both had some experience in our own neighborhoods, in our own cities, um, doing Jane's walk, leading Jane's walks or participating. And we thought, wow, this would be... Um, a great way to get involved and Sarah one day said guess what I signed us up as the city organizers for Jane's Walk and we thought this would be a really neat thing to bring to Brantford to yeah just for us just you know selfishly to get to know some amazing citizens who would be able to teach us about the city and 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 get folks walking together we just thought what a great you know what a easy easy way to get folks walking and, and talking and exploring together we are very interested in assets-based community development which is really a focus on what is strong in our communities and jane's walks certainly yeah really celebrate the notion of, of looking at what is strong and also um taking the opportunity to to learn about what we might change as well together so we brought that um to Brantford. there had been uh, I should note that the city had done a Jane's Walk a number of years before that. So we started in 2018, that May. Um, but about five years previous to that, the Shellard neighborhood had been, was just being developed and, and was quite new. And the city at that time actually did host a Jane's Walk for 
folks to explore that new that new neighborhood. So that was actually the first James Walk in Brantford, um, but we've been doing James Walk since uh, 2018 here. Wonderful. Is there anything else you would like to share about James? Um, yeah, I, I actually went back and I looked at um, how many walks have actually happened since 2018 and did a total. You're, you're all sitting down. 60 walks. Wow. 60 walks by, led by citizens in Brantford and Brant County between 2018 and 2022. Now, some of them were virtual during, during the pandemic. Others were sort of even hybrid. We've tried all sorts of different things. We did not stop did not stop during the pandemic. Citizens kept going. There's some folks who are just, yeah, super dedicated to this. Some folks have led them once and some have led them all five years. So I, and I didn't have a firm number on how many people participated, but I can tell you with certainty that it has been thousands over those five years. So thousands of people, over 60 walks led by citizens. What a great way to celebrate Brantford and Brant County. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me today about Jane's Walk. How long have you been a part of Jane's Walking Tours in Brantford, Brant County? Since its inception. So since the inaugural Jane's Walk. So myself and Risha Burke brought it here to to Brantford. Or I shouldn't say that. I should be re-enlivened that activity here in Brantford because it was held once before we landed here and started doing community-based work. But before that, I've been active and doing Jane's walks for a very long time and have admired Jane for equally as long. Well, myself and my project joined the Jane's walk last year. So I had been doing it for a year. That's a great question. I've actually been involved since the beginning, but I couldn't tell you the exact amount of time because COVID has messed with all of our schedules. But this is at least the fourth, this would be the fifth walk, I think, that I have hosted. Since it started, it was pre-COVID, I think, what, five years ago? I was involved the first year, yes. Well, I, w- I was introduced to it year one, and I don't, I, I tried to remember quickly what year one was. So I participated in the first year with a walk through Equal Grounds Community Garden that was hosted by Cheryl Ann Toski and Andy Tonkin. And that was my first year of being involved in Equal Grounds Community Garden. So I thought, okay, well, this is a great way to meet other other folks involved with that community garden initiative. Um, so I participated in that one. And then a bit of a gap, like I haven't participated every year, picked up on on walks that interest interested me with their theme over the years, and then have let for the last two years, one during COVID, so a virtual walk, like a virtual scavenger walk, and then last year, a neighborhood cleanup walk under the Jane's Walks theme. So sporadically since the since the get-go, since day one, but not consistently. Why have you chosen to walk during the Jane's Walk Festival each year? Why is it important to you? Lots of reasons. There are hidden gems of stories that you hear that you never would hear anywhere else. They are walking with people 
who are also equally as willing and enjoying of walking and learning and meeting people than you are. So I just find that very rejuvenating for myself. So I've always found that going on a Jane's walk has always filled me up. And usually I know that they say Jane's walks don't have to be long, but you know, usually they go longer, but you don't even, you want them to keep going usually too. Right. So that's happened a lot. And uh, yeah, the amount of learning, particularly the here in Brantford, it's been great because I didn't grow up here to go out on Jane's walks and learn about the history, but learn about landscapes and neighborhoods and people have been, it's been very, very fun. I have chosen to walk during the Jane's Walk Festival because I like to share my knowledge regarding butterflies and other pollinators. While walking, I enjoy spreading awareness about my countrywide butterfly project called Protecting the Butterfly Species Across Canada, which can be found on Facebook. Jane's Walk is important to me because I am an advocate for pollinators where I love to spread awareness about them while exercising and I want my voice to be heard throughout the walk and after the walk. One, I think community is very important and it's a great way to meet new people. I've met someone new, at least one, usually more than one person at every walk. And two, I think it's a great way to also promote, I do work with the 2S LGBTQ plus community in Brantford and Brant County. And it's a great way just to like get awareness out there and have an event and open it up to new folks. Well, First of all, I really feel strongly about neighborhood. I'm quite involved in the Eagle Place Community Association and Arts After School Kids. So this fits in with the neighborhood. It's all about celebrating your neighborhood. And also I'm a bit of a history buff and Eagle Place has great history. So this all fits uh, with what I'm interested in in the neighborhood. And what I like about it, it's the concept of it being worldwide on that weekend. I think that's really neat. And Eagle Place is very rich in, in Brantford history, so I obviously I do the Eagle Place Historical Jane's Walk. And it, uh, the history goes anywhere from indig indigenous issues to uh, economic development industry. Uh, a lot of stuff happened in Eagle Place that, uh, all through Brantford's historical development. So I'm, the whole package, I'm interested in that. I've chosen to do it because it's easy, because it doesn't take any amount of time or or very little to no planning depending on if you if you're leading it depending on how deeply you want to go into a theme or or pr prepare in advance but it's easy you just put on your shoes and you walk out the door so that's that's pretty much why because sometimes over the years I've seen something like the day before or the morning of oh there's a walk happening this afternoon I'll go do that and why is it important to me partly because it's easy and I like easy things because more people tend to get engaged at the gra grassroots level if it's easy because we're, we are all so busy and I have so many commitments and uh, but it's it's so important for me 
through the umbrella of Jane's Walks, but just in general to be to know my neighbors, to know my community, and develop this sense of safety through that interconnectedness. That that's probably at the forefront for me. You know, if I know Joe down the street, or I can call Mary by her name and ask for a cup of sugar, um, that you know that that makes me feel good in my community. What is one thing you take out of hosting a Jane's Walk? Sharing what I'm passionate about, but sharing and then hearing about what other folks feel about that or how people see that. Sharing a little bit of how you see the world or your neighborhood and being curious. I teach the group of people about pollinators and butterflies. And by doing the walk, it helps my countrywide butterfly project to grow by people uh, finding out about it. Just that it's fun. It's, it's very little work and you connect with new people. And there's so few rules around it that it's just like a really fun project to be involved with. Oh, enjoyment. It's, it's fun. Uh, I enjoy seeing, uh, sharing knowledge about Eagle Place. And it's not just my knowledge, it's stuff that I, I moved here in 1963. So it's personal memories. And also I collaborated with uh, a local historian by the name of Ruth Leffler. And she gave me a lot of actual history of Eagle Place. So I've incorporated that into the walk. And I just love hearing uh, longtime residents say, I didn't know that. Or new or new time residents that come out and say, "Boy, that's this. This is really interesting," and I just get enjoyment out of that. And I like to see the uh, residents meet people that maybe they haven't run across in the neighborhood before. And some of the uh, the most enjoyable part is when you get conversation going. Like, I don't want to be the one talking through the whole thing. I want. I'm hoping that people will pick up and tell us. Older time residents maybe tell a story. Uh, newer residents ask a question, and just a conversation that flows from it, from that. And we've had some great conversations uh, over the years. I've had some people with expertise, like Tara Tran from the city. Uh, she's the head city planner, and she came on the first walk and explained what was going on in the brownfield. And Mary Lou Nectel, Mary Lou Nectel, who is involved in uh, Friends and Neighbors of Mohawk Institute. So she provided a lot of interesting information about that. So it's just been a, yeah, you get a lot of people involved and that's, they don't want to hear me talk. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to talk that much either. (laughs) That opportunity to connect with people, have conversations. And I, I don't have to host to do that. I can participate. Some years I host and participate. That's, that's usually what I do. But what's one thing I take out of hosting? The opportunity to, to, to not host, you know, like uh, I think a lot of initiatives need a, I, I, I compare it to being part of the community gardens. You know, every garden, particularly the ones that are connected to city-owned property, they, you know, you need someone to, the gardens call it a champion. You're calling it a host through the James Walks. You know, you you do need a, 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 a person or a few people to be that liaison, to be that connection. That allows, so being hosting allows me to get all the, the details out of the way 
so people can just come out and enjoy a walk. So if I have to, you know, Jane's Walks does make you sign a waiver, but if I have to sign a waiver or do a background check or do all these things, these, these details that are involved, often involved in organized activity, sometimes get in the way and become a barrier for people to be involved and to participate. So hosting allows me, if there are those administrative or details that may may prohibit someone part participating, that's what hosting does. Let's get this stuff out of the way so we can take a walk together. And what is one thing you want others to feel after they finish a walk with you? Well, I'm hopeful that people at the end of uh, mine Jane's walk or anybody's Jane's walk feel like it was time well spent and it has you know fed themselves their souls that day I feel like it'd be great if they had learned something or met somebody and connected to community and people I think like if people have done that I think that that's that's awesome you know, and sometimes Jane's walks are about serious things like, or challenging topics. And I think that that's, that's important as well. Sometimes social change comes from them, you know, so that's kind of cool, but I'll, that's like a very, I feel like that's a high bar. That's not necessarily, you know, what I would hope or expect. I don't, that's great, but um, not something I would expect. I just want people to feel like it's worth their time and energy and maybe that would lead for them to you know look at their neighborhood or their neighbors differently and maybe know about Jane Jacobs and the work she did and how important it is for us to walk and really maintain a natural environment and a walkable neighborhood and city and town like yeah I think all of those things are important they they have gained more knowledge about butterflies and pollinators that encourage them to help nature out more often and that when they come back they are interested in learning more. Hopefully they feel a little bit of joy through connection like just through getting together and doing something fun and meaningful together. You said one thing, but I'll also say I also hope that folks leave with a little nugget, like a seed is planted and maybe there's something they've learned or their mind has opened up to. Well, first of all, they wanted, once again, I, want, I hope that they felt it was worthwhile. My biggest fear was always was, oh, people would come and say, oh, geez, walk for an hour and a half. What was that all about? And I thought, I hope they had fun and I hope it was worthwhile and I hope it peaks enough in people that maybe they want to get involved in Eagle Place Community Association or maybe do something else in, in our neighborhood that might not be with the association, but find something else worthwhile to do. Connectedness, connectedness to each other, but to the environment. Most Jane's Walk, I mean, COVID kind of took that off off course a little bit, but most, most if not all, are outdoors. That's, you know, why it's held in May. So naturally outdoors, but I'm, I imagine you, you know, there's probably mall walks or, you know, walks within a, within an indoor place that happen, but predominantly they're outdoors. So connected to the environment and to each other, to your neighbors and the opportunity to learn things about my community and my city that I typically, 
you know, may not hear about, that's, that's huge to me is, uh, you know, knowing where, where the, the best coffee is in town or, or the historical components of that statue or that monument monument or who, who used to live in your house. You know, I've learned that over the years, connecting with people that know the history of, of my community and finding out who actually lived, who the founding members of our community, that historical historical component bringing it back to to the present day and and seeing that thread of of connectedness i want to acknowledge and thank all these amazing community members who took the time to speak about their experiences with jane's walking tours if you want to get involved check out bloggingbrant.com for more information about jane's walking tours and the next info session night on march 29th Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for the next Belonging Brand podcast.